everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up. Here's the latest from the entertainment industry, media biz, and social platforms on Wednesday, July 8th, 2020. With Comedy Central, FX, HBO Max, CBS, Bethany Frankel, Jason Bateman, Peacock, and TikTok all in the news. <laughs> Peacock and TikTok. Sounds like a sitcom. And of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. And now over to Hollywood. And let's start off in TV, where John Mulaney is bringing his upcoming editions of his Netflix special, The Sack Lunch Bunch, to Comedy Central, where he's slated to create two more specials, according to Vulture. And popular radio show personality Charlemagne the God is also slated to launch a half-hour unscripted show on the network before the election. This was all part of a larger dive into the changing of the guard currently underway at Comedy Central as they shift focus to a Gen Z audience under Viacom cable channel chief Chris McCarthy. It's a pretty revealing and in-depth read from Vulture's Joe Adalian, and I'll put a link in the podcast notes for those inclined. Also in Vulture yesterday, Tandy Newton does a pretty candid interview about her experiences with sexist behavior in Hollywood throughout her career, starting at age 16. It's definitely worth a read. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. In new project news, Matthew Weiner is bringing his next project to FX, according to Variety. Not too many details are available, other than that it's a half-hour mystery dramedy that uh, Matt's going to write and direct. After Mad Men, he did the Romanoffs in 2018 over at Amazon. And over at HBO Max, they ordered 12 episodes of an animated series based on the Oscar-winning animated short Hair Love. That's according to The Hollywood Reporter. The short's creator, Matthew Cherry, will run the series with Carl Jones, a producer of Boondocks and Black Dynamite. Cherry signed a first-look deal with Warner Brothers TV earlier this year, but this show is from Sony Animation. And apparently, uh, cable company Spectrum is still in the original series business. They signed on to be the U.S. home for a new limited series starring Damian Lewis and Dominic West called A Spy Among Friends. The six-episode Cold War KGB and MI6 series will be produced by ITV and Sony Television and also air on streaming service BritBox in the U.K. Although Lewis still has to shoot the final episodes from the last season of Billions that were COVID-interrupted before he can shoot anything else. MacGyver and Magnum P.I. showrunner Peter Lenkoff has been fired from both series and dismissed from his overall deal at CBS Television, according to the trades. This is after an internal CBS investigation into many claims of abusive and manipulative behavior over the years on his shows, including Hawaii Five-0, where many claims of operating a boys club and creating a toxic environment were levied and apparently confirmed. And over to the movie biz, where Deadline reports that Focus Features is nearing a $15 million deal for worldwide rights to director James Gray's next movie. His last one was the Brad Pitt astronaut movie Ad Astra. This one's called Armageddon Time, but it's a period piece about Gray's formative years in the late 1970s. De Niro, Oscar Isaac, Donald Sutherland, Anne Hathaway, and Kate Blanchett are all set to star, with a tentative early 2021 production start in New York City. That Michael Bay-produced pandemic movie Songbird that was hit with a do-not-work order by SAG last week has apparently resolved the issues and begun to shoot this week in L.A., according to The Hollywood Reporter. So, L.A. film production is back up and running. And according to Bay, they've figured out a completely contactless method of production. I'm guessing it incorporates a lot of, uh, blowing stuff up. And in some podcast news, uh, no, no, this one is still for sale. 
Bethany Frankel is launching Just Be, according to The Hollywood Reporter, where she'll talk with guests about being a self-made mogul in business, and presumably her guests will also be allowed to say something. That one launches in September from Endeavor Content. And Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes are launching a podcast called Smartless, according to the trades. The format being, one of the three guys will bring on a surprise guest each episode for a conversation. That one starts July 20th on, well, podcast platforms. Think you know how those work. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With huge job cuts at Nielsen, potential trouble on the horizon at TikTok, and Peacock emphasizing advertising as the launch approaches. Oh, and today's pop quiz. Between Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, which actor guest starred on The Sopranos? The answer, after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. And here's my lunch beer pitch. Think about what you had to drink for lunch yesterday. Guessing it was a boring water or seltzer, something diet with ingredients you can't even pronounce, or a sports drink or something with like 40 grams of sugar. And that's what makes Athletic Brews great. Not only is there a wide variety of styles to choose from, they have fantastic IPAs to crisp lagers to coffee stouts, and they're all 80 calories or less. And my personal favorite, the Golden Ale, only has 50 calories. They ship to all 50 states, and the shipping is free when you order just two six-packs or more. Go to athleticbrewing.com shop, pick out two six-packs that look interesting, and have a beer with lunch. It's just kind of fun. Athleticbrewing.com shop. Get your free shipping when you order two six-packs or more today. I even have the direct link in the podcast show notes. Should probably have told you that a while ago. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Okay, well, Sean Hayes on The Sopranos in the prime of Will and Grace would have been a long shot, but between Bateman and Arnett, it was Will Arnett who guested on two episodes of The Sopranos in 2002 as an FBI agent. Oddly enough, he was also on an episode of Sex and the City. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Nielsen is laying off 3,500 people worldwide, according to the trades. They said they're exiting certain business lines and geographical markets, but uh, didn't really list any specifics. That 3,500 number is about 8% of Nielsen's total workforce. In a bit of TikTok news, they're going to pull out of Hong Kong in what sounds like a couple of days in order to avoid having to share any user data with the Chinese government amid the great law and regime changes going on there. Although there wasn't any word if TikTok's Chinese parent company ByteDance would instead emphasize their Chinese version of TikTok called Douyin in Hong Kong instead. Douyin, again, my Chinese pronunciation isn't great, is an app that does share user info with the Chinese government. Also, there's another new TikTok competitor to know called Triller. Triller counts all of the major music labels and Spotify as investors. The American app is now the most downloaded photo and video app in India, thanks to the TikTok ban there. According to Music Business Worldwide, Triller is also available here in the US, but it was uh, new to me, so figured I'd share for anyone else not in the know. Especially as TikTok is back in the watchful eye of the US government this week and is still under investigation by the FTC for not complying with US child protection laws. And Variety's cover story this week is all about Peacock. It's a pretty interesting read just to see how much Comcast is positioning it as primarily a free ad-supported or AVOD streaming service instead of emphasizing the subscription product, which will become the, I don't know, 27th subscription video service or SVOD service to compete with Netflix. 
So while there's a subscription version of Peacock at five bucks a month with ads or 10 bucks without them, which they're apparently branding as Peacock Premium, Peacock head Matt Strauss said the focus is really on pushing their free ad-supported version, which does have less content and only sample episodes of their Peacock original series, but will have a ton of library TV shows and movies, plus plenty of NBC News and NBC Late Night shows. Peacock free will also have no more than five minutes of ads per hour. Focusing on the AVOD or free version also provides a nice PR buffer if the paid subscriber number doesn't exactly take off immediately. Variety also dives into what Peacock has learned in the past three months since the app has been live for Comcast subscribers. The link to the story is in today's podcast show notes. And just a couple of new programming notes. The Australian six-part limited series, Stateless, co-created and executive produced by Cape Lanchette, hits Netflix today. It tells the story of characters at an immigration detention center in what looks like uh, the middle of nowhere, Australia, and centers on a woman on the run from a cult for mysterious reasons, as you do from a cult, and is actually inspired by a true story. Kate also plays a supporting role as one of the leaders of the cult alongside Dominic West. And CBS launches a new reality competition show, Tough as Nails. That one features 12 blue-collar workers competing in a needlepoint competition. Uh, no, wait, that is physical challenges such as building railroad tracks and brick walls. Yeah, that makes more sense. You can catch that tonight at 8 p.m. on CBS. But let's close out with my home state of New Jersey, whose association of movie theater owners is now suing the state about their reopening policies, calling the continued movie theater closures unconstitutional, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Of course, no idea where these theaters think they'd be getting revenue from since there are no new movies for the next six weeks, but uh, glad to see the theater owner group is enacting the Jersey policy of act first and ask questions later. That's all for today. Please hit follow on the LinkedIn if you have an account. The link to the wake up page is in the show notes. Or if you listen on the Apple Podcasts, uh, please give a rating. I'm told it helps the podcast and it makes me feel pretty. Have a good day, everybody. I'll see you all tomorrow. Don't miss all